Player 2, this is Player 1, plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2, plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. one word reply yeah I was like one word replies I was like did I piss you off are we not gonna toe curls anymore I was like we're not gonna we're not doing we're not doing like toe toe toes yeah it's just a work dick bag well that fucking sucks sorry that's okay I got a lot of game playing time and we'll talk about that later um I also got to go to my church which I hadn't done since like September oh I have a funny church story Okay, well, you have to wait your turn. Okay. So, I got to see a lot of people I hadn't seen for a long time. That was cool. That was, that was really, really cool. cool. And one of them was my pastor, and he's like, hey, we should do coffee. <laughs> Which pastor? Uh, Mark, not Chris. Okay. I know yeah. you like Chris, but Mark's cool in his own way. Um, so, we had coffee this morning. Um, oh, nice. I did a lot this morning. Wait, hold up. How the fuck did you have coffee with Mark this morning when you had to work? And That's you time. were obviously working this morning. I woke up at 5.45 this morning, motherfucker. To go have coffee with him? No. First I worked out. Okay. Which kicked my ass. Okay. And then I showered and met Mark, and then I went to work. Wait. Is this your new job you're working? Yeah. What time did you start that? 10 a.m. I'm the closer, so I'm the last person on, on those oh, days. Oh, okay. Weekends okay, I come okay. in a little earlier. Although I was going to say, because you usually start at like Saturday, 6 a.m. Saturday I talked to boss into letting me come in instead of at 7.40. 8.30. Oof! It's almost another hour of sleep, bitches. Holy 
shit. At least I can stay up another hour on Saturday or Friday nights. So Damn. So how did coffee go? Well, good. Good. Yeah, we had a good conversation. Um, like, he had no idea all the stuff I've been dealing with. Yeah. And with work and shit? Work, medical issues, losing my CrossFit gym. Like, I felt pretty disconnected. Like, all this work I've been doing, losing my CrossFit gym, not going to church. Like, my... Yeah. You're, like, inner like circle just, besides me has, literally like, dwindled. Bes- literally besides you and Dale, who's just yeah really good at connecting, I've lost, like, or just... I was shut off, like... October, yeah, you were shut off from everybody. October, November, I was like the lonely controller, motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I'm in my own little dark world. Yeah. But it's gotten better, and I talked to him, and we had a good conversation, and uh, yeah, so Sweet. it's cool to go to church and see people I haven't seen in a long time. And they do a lot of small groups and stuff. On they the do. Nights and I, when maybe you won't, you'll be a one. I was talking to Cheryl about my wife about uh, maybe going to like a Thursday or a Tuesday. And what's cool is some of them meet only every other week. Yeah. So, so. it's not like a huge... It's like two times a month. Like you it, it's just tricky with all of the stuff my kids are doing. My daughter's involved in band and um, youth group. And she's on a citizen's council. She's like a freaking nerd. Yeah. And my son's in theater. So like we have all these like stuff we have to take How's that citizen's council going? I haven't heard shit since she got like assigned to it. We'll talk later. Okay. Um, I mean, basically all right. I mean, do it they look, actually it looks, have... It looks great for college application, I'll tell you that. But they actually don't have any, like, impact on our community. Um... Sort of? Sort of. Okay. More downtown than here. All right, we'll have to talk about it later. Yeah. So, that's basically what's been up with me, except I did something really cool Saturday, but I'm going to let you introduce that. So, what you been up to, Zach? I mean, I wouldn't say it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. It was pretty cool. You made a freaking human and he survived for a year. And nerd got laid. Nerd got laid. <laughs> well, there's that. Too. So, uh, this Saturday, as Tim was just saying, my son's first birthday was. Um, so my wife and I, since we were sick all Christmas break, which was like, I had a week off of work, and we were all, or they were all sick. I was healthy through the whole thing. Um, we didn't get to do any planning, so we kind of like rushed to throw this birthday party together for my son. Um, I thought your theme was really cool. Yeah, so we did a Where the Wild Things Are theme, mm-hmm. and we kind of had everything, like, based off of, like, wild foods and, like, uh... A cool little snack bar. Yeah, a little snack bar, like, make your own trail mix bar. I made, like, s'more dips, so they were... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are fucking good. Um, so they're, uh, what my coworkers like to call raw marshmallows. So raw marshmallows, before they're cooked, mm-hmm. you melt chocolate, you dip half the marshmallow in the chocolate, and mm-hmm. they're rolled in graham cracker, so it's kind of like a s'mores... Um, it's good. Yeah, and they're really good, and they're super simple to make. So we made those. We went to uh, Larson's Bakery, which is a huge bakery here in downtown Vancouver. Um, local family. It's been around for generations. Um, like going back to my my grandmother's, like her childhood, they had Larson's Bakery, um, and then now my son's having it. And uh, so we had cupcakes from there. So he got his own big sort of cupcake. And what we've learned uh, through tasty treats with him, his sweet treats, he gets very rare, um, is that he's very, like, like he's very clean eater. He'll, like, grab a piece and put it in his mouth and then lick his fingers clean and then grab another piece. Mm. So it's really weird to watch him, like, eat, like, sugary treats because, like, he doesn't miss a bite. He's like, I'm not fucking wasting this. It's not getting on the side this of my mouth. This is my only opportunity. It's not getting in my nose. They're like, only letting me have this once a month. So, like... The part that you guys didn't see was, like, the night before on his actual birthday, we bought him, like, a Fred Meyers cake, like a little smash cake. Mm-hmm. 
And the little shit literally was just scooping it into his mouth. Like, had nothing on the side of his face or nothing. So, towards the end of it, before he got all the frosting, I just fucking shoved his face in the cake. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I was like, fuck you, get dirty. And, uh, He's like, Dad, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah literally, he like, looked up at me, confused, like, really? and cried for a second, and then kept eating. <laughs> I was just like, He's like, I could get upset about this, or yeah. I could eat more cake. Yeah, exactly. And then by that point, his mom took the cake away from him. So she was like, yeah, you don't need to eat this whole entire fucking thing. Um, so it was fun. We had a lot of people over. Um, Kevy Kev. Which longtime listeners will know from like really old episodes. He came over, uh, my wife's best friend and my good friend, and her whole entire family came over. You and your family came over, cousin. all hung out. Um, hmm? Cousin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin, uh, my cousin came over, and his parents, my aunt and so uncle, that, came over. I was going to say, it'd be your aunt and uncle. Yeah, right? my aunt and uncle came over, and he actually just uh, got accepted, it, or just accepted. He didn't get accepted. He accepted an offer from Montana Tech University, oh, um, which has a 4.1 GPA, I want to say, for all of their football team. How can you get a 4.1? So they're the fucking nerds walking onto the football no, team. No, literally, how do you get a 4.1? Because a 4.0 I thought was like the max. Like they go above and beyond. Like they do other shit around I, campus. I've to never get... heard about a 4.1 before. Maybe it's 4.0. I don't know. Okay. Like they're at the... They're like... Adding numbers. They're literally the most nerdy football team that you can get, but they have a 100% placement for their engineers upon graduation. Okay. So I'm confused. Is he going in under football or under engineering? He is going underneath football and going for an engineer's degree. I've never heard of that combination before. So his brother's doing it too. Both my cousins... Okay, so you look at me and I'm like... Both my fucking cousins are like... Never studied for a test in her life, read the textbooks, and literally fucking just ace the test. I know, but you think they're football, super you think, genius. You jocks, you know. No, they are jocks. They're fucking, I mean, you saw him. He's a big motherfucker. He's taller than you mm-hmm. and pure muscle. Right. They're fucking jocks to the T, but they're the biggest fucking geniuses you'd ever meet. Like, so they like just the get. It's like step in our human evolution, like these brains yeah, that also and are like. I'm related, so I don't, I don't know. I'm short, I'm they, stupid, they're tall, they're smart, I don't know. You had to sacrifice all your good genes exactly. so that they could have a... Yep, I did that. I took that, I took that uh, upon myself. That was a good sacrifice. So his man. brother is already there, um, and obviously the college has been watching um, his younger brother the previous two years. I'm, I'm still hung up on that. Like, football with an engineering degree. I've never heard of that combination. Literally never. Both of them are doing it. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, his brother's going to graduate... Next year or the year after, because he got like he got hurt the first year in football, so he got like what they call a red flag. So you don't play the rest of the year, so you get one more year of college added on. So you can actually get your bachelor's and a little bit towards your master's, and still have a full ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they offered my cousin right out of the gate was he went there basically, and they said, look, normally they make you stay in uh, team housing for the first two years. Sure. Um, my aunt and uncle are fortunate enough to be well off enough to buy a house in this town where the college is. It, it's a small town. It's where Evil Knievel's from. Okay. So they have Evil Knievel Day. And, uh, it's a very small town, very small college, um, as sports-wise. So, 
I would say there's like a 70% chance that he's not going to be even looked at for the NFL, even though this cousin probably could make the NFL. If they're small team, then how do they have all this scholarship money for the engineering program? Because their engineering program is fucking phenomenal. This is still, I'm still hung up on what, this is an what engin- a bizarre This is an is. engineering college. It is the, focused on that. But he's getting a football scholarship. He's getting a football scholarship <laughs> to go. so bizarre. Yeah. So, they're the uh, Bozeman Diggers. <laughs> the yeah, the bo- <laughs> yeah. That is so nerdy. It's so fucking oh nerdy. Oh my god. I've so, never heard of that. Bozeman, Montana. And, uh, yeah, so my daughter's in here also for the podcast. She's been good. But she's she, been very good. She, she heard me laugh. She's yeah. like, what's going on? Um, so, yeah. Bozeman. All I can say is my fucking cousins are smart. Congratulations to both of them. They're both going there. They offered my one cousin, the younger cousin, um, uh, basically a full ride. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, after his first year in the dorms, they will allow him to move into his brother's house. So, uh, free housing after that, so it's a win-win for my and uncle because they were more afraid that he was going to get picked up by some more East Coast teams mm-hmm. and some other big West Coast teams. Do you think um, the fact that his brother was in had any sway with the admissions? Or? I think that my younger cousin is super analytical and thought this team has a 99.9 to 100% placement in engineering. If I don't get drafted... I will have a job. Mm-hmm. And they're both super smart, and they're not just going to have a job. They're going to have a multi-six-figure job mm-hmm. upon graduation. And, uh, like, my one cousin is going for engineering on bridges. My younger cousin, his brother, is going on engineering of, uh, oh, shit, what the hell is it? Like, city planning. So, like, basically laying Civic out, engineering. Yeah, civic engineering. Um, and they all start out of a minimum of a one six digit, um, careers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I think he basically just thought, look, if they're going to offer it to me, I'm going to take it because I can get a job no matter what. It's going to make me money the rest of my life. He did get substantial offers that probably were equal, um, to bigger colleges that he probably could have got drafted into the NFL out of, but he thought, you know. Be smarter, not beat the shit out of myself. His dad was drafted into the NFL. But hey, bud, hey, bud, back to your birthday, your son's birthday. Oh, that's true. You asked me about my cousin. I know. I think we've explored that pretty well. So my son got a pretty sweet red wagon, red wagon thing. It like transforms. Yeah. So the three different things. Me and my smart cousin put it together. Sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna let the engineer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna it. let the engineer do this shit. Yeah, I saw. I saw the box. Yeah. You have to show me that. So it's in the garage. Yeah, it's in the garage. Sweet. I'll check it out. Um, so we went for a walk. It's pretty sweet. Uh, and he got a bunch of other uh, awesome presents. And then you guys donated to his college fund. Yeah. Which honestly is like the thing that excites us the most. We're like, fucking college fund. Especially in the early birthdays where he doesn't know better anyway. Right. And like, the thing about it is like, he got a couple presents there that were just like. Like, I feel kids get excited about their birthday presents like two or three. The first birthday, I'm like, let's just give him some college money. Well, like, some of the shit that, like, he gets is, like, I don't want him to just sit there and plunk at a button and it makes noise and sound. Like, I want him building something or, like, playing with stuff that he actually has to imagine with. So, like, maybe putting together some cardboard things? Fuck you. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, but, like, a lot of the presents that he got were just, like, no-brainer activities that would just, like, entrance his mind and just noise and sound. And I'm like, those are cool for a while, but, like... 
probably one of the toys that my kids got when they were really young was that really simple plastic toy where you had to fit different shapes into it. Right? And that, that but, like, they even fuck those up nowadays. They make, like, if you even touch the machine, it goes... Bruh, 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 and fucking makes sound and shit. Yeah. Like, even Every, if he doesn't get it right. Everything like, has a sound chip now. And what's creepy is sometimes, like, nothing will set them off. So it'll be, like, in their... Right? Bed. It's Those go in the closet, by the way. Those only get pulled out whenever he's, like, super cranky and we're like, we don't know what the fuck Like, kids' do. toys with no... That's probably how trying to spy on us, actually. Probably. Who knows what else is in there? Tetra! Yeah, it's okay. She can grunt. What else you went up to? Um, other than that, really not a whole hell of a lot. What's but, Game Night? Um, so Game Night was actually right after my birthday, or great, or my son's birthday party. Um, we had my wife's best friend stay over. And we played a bunch of games. So we said, like, uh, or we played, uh, what the fuck, fuck, I can never remember the name of this game. It's super fucking random. You each get a whiteboard, and you pull a card, and there's, like, seven questions on it. Mm-hmm. The the judge of the round reads the question, kind of like, uh, what the fuck's the other game? Uh, the black cards that oh. are... Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, Cards Against Humanity. Kind of like that, except for there's seven questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you pick one, you read it, and then the other people, the participants, have to write down an answer on the whiteboard. It doesn't have to be, I mean, they don't have any cards. They just write down whatever they think you're going to pick. At the end of them writing it down and everybody turning in their answers, everybody reads off what they said was going to be your, what would be your favorite answer. Everybody has poker chips, two poker chips, and they bet on whose is going to be so the chosen more, one. It's a more complicated card against Humanity. But I really fucking like it. <laughs> you just can't remember the name of it. I can't remember <laughs> the fucking name of it. I think it's like Say This or Say That or something like that. Um, and the awesome thing about it is that I've started to notice that the pens are starting to wear out. And on the side of the box it says call us for any free replacements. Oh, that's cool. So I've called and I got free pens coming. Wow. So, cool. I mean, they're... They're a legit company that is literally standing by everything they say. Say anything? It might be say anything. Say what? What? I'm just looking up Google. There's no. say anything, there's say what? It might be say anything. Okay. So, um, say just something. Say something? Are you sure? No, no, it's just. That's it right there. That's okay. it. Say anything. Say anything. Just because we're talking about it, people might want to look it up. Yeah, so it's called Say Anything. One of the things I hate about gaming podcasts when they go on and on about a game and they only say the name in the very beginning. <laughs> you know what the hell game they're talking about. So it's Say Anything. It's say Anything. It's a fucking amazing game. Right. I really enjoy it. And free replacement pens, so that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, free replacement pens. Uh, they even asked, do you need new whiteboards? And I was like, I mean, wow. I, could, I could use some, but no, like they cleaned off pretty good. And they're like, okay, well... That sounds good. If you need some more, just call us back. Nice. All right, sweet. That's that's, Um, uh, unprecedented support. So, awesome support, awesome game, a lot of fucking fun. Um, And then today I woke up and I had a message from you, and we talked about Snakebite, um, which was the Nintendo Switch accessories. I talked a couple episodes back. Yeah, 172. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wrote up an article over at thebuttonsmashers.com. And it got a little bit of traction, and Snakebike actually picked it up, pulled a quote out of it, and posted it to the Facebook page, and we're on the main page of mysnakebike.com. It's on the front page of Yeah, it's on the front page, the very top. article. Yeah. So, good job. So, I was pretty stoked about that. Um, And then I also have a little other, like, section that's not really a section, but I'm going to hit you with some speed round questions. 
Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, because I, I feel like, you know, a new listener could jump in whenever. Yeah. So, I feel like they should get to know us a little bit. Oh, God. We're not going to cook. We're not going to curl toes. I'm just going to tell you that right now. My socks are staying on. Like, I'm moving on, guys. Yeah, so, so uh, what game are you playing this week? What's that? So what game have you been Was that literally what you wanted to do? <laughs> no. Like, God. Like, you're like, I didn't know you had this toe fetish. It's kind of creeping me out. It's a whole foot fetish? It's heel included. <sighs> like, okay, just, just, just rub the talk heels. to your wife or hire a professional. I don't want to know about it. No. Rub the heels. It's, it's, it's a part of my life you can leave me All out All right. Of. So, no, I was going to ask you a few questions. Okay, go um, So, uh, first video game console, or first video game experience you can remember. I think I've told you this story. I, I I'm sure you've told me this. I might have even shared it on the podcast, but for if any new listeners. If it's your uh, Zelda? So, yeah. yeah. So I'm like 12 years old. My dad is like wanting to get rid of me and the other kids for like a couple hours. So he drops me off at the local mall, which is now like a huge mall to Washington Square. Oh, shit. It wasn't That's that big. a big fucking it mall. It wasn't out. that big of a deal back in the day because it really got economically developed. Is that and, the one with the skating rink? I can never No, remember. no, no. This one has the Tesla. It has... Um, so Washington Square, is that off of 10? No, it's it's off of um, 217. It's a that is the one with the ice rink. Is there an ice rink there now? I think you're wrong. Okay, maybe it's I'm not, wrong. It's not that big physically. Anyway, he drops me off the mall. Um, so they'll pick you up in two hours, three hours, whatever it is. Yeah. This, he's done this a couple times. It's fine. It's cool. We, he's we, going to the bar. He's getting a taste of treat. I was like, kind of wonder what he was doing. I mean, he's meeting the hooker in the back of the... Whatever. Six. It worked for, for everyone. Cause, yeah. Because, like, we got to go and wander around and do whatever. So this is, like, I don't know, 86 maybe? It's Jeffrey Dahmer time. Let's see. Actually, I can probably figure it out. Because I think it was, like, 11 or 12. So it would have been... Uh, whatever. It was, it was right after Legend of Zelda came out, roughly. Okay. The original. The original. So the I'm, like... OG, baby. I'm, like, going through the mall doing whatever. I go through Sears and... Even back then, Sears was not, like, a big deal. Like... I mean, it was a bigger deal than it is nowadays. Yeah, but, like, Sears was really big back in the day. Like, the Sears catalog would come yeah, out. Yeah, people yeah, Toys R Us, almost, for, right. my, for people, my generation. People would was, literally circle things yeah, in the Sears catalog. It's Toys R Us in my generation. Right. Anyway, so I went to Sears, and there was this kiosk um, that no one was at. It was a TV, and this is back like the tube TV days. We're talking about like oh, yeah. 13-inch Big, TV. Big, fat, 20-pound TV. And there's this little box under it and then a controller, and um, there's this game there. And it had really cool music, and there's a waterfall. And I'm like, what is this? So I played video games before, like in an arcade, but like only... Like Pac-Man, Space Invaders. Like, exactly. Super casually, no big deal. If I yeah. had a couple quarters, I'd play. Whatever. It's like just something you do. So, anyway, I go to this kiosk, there's no one there, I start playing Legend of Zelda, and I can, there's more than one screen. You gotta remember back in those days, like, you're talking like Pac-Man's Space Invaders, everything is all one screen. Yeah. There's one maze, there's one level where the aliens are coming down and shooting. Yeah. Legend of Zelda, I go to the edge of the screen, there's another screen. Oh, yeah. And then there's another That's screen. New. That's new. That's like, new. That's new back world then. is a... Is, is a concept that is open world right but that's a concept that was was new yeah yeah like literally like new. nobody saw this before no like, holy fuck like, like, you I, know if you go to the right of the screen it moved like I can go around this whole world yeah and like I would die pretty soon because I 
didn't yeah, have a sword. A fucking... But then I figured out, I go to the cave, I talk to the old man, it's dangerous to go alone, take this. Yeah. Then I get the sword. That's where I'm... the quote comes from. Right. Now I can kill these monsters, and I'm like, oh, I can kill monsters. And then I found the first dungeon. And I did, like I lost all sense of time. Like I'm at this kiosk, like going to the first dungeon with the sword, killing monsters, doing whatever, solving puzzles, moving blocks, yeah. like, opening up new. It was like my mind was blown. Like I had not seen anything like this. Like literally, my my game experience before that was like Pac Man. Like yeah, it's just a maze. Or, yeah, or you're shooting little. It's one fucking screen. It's, you it's can one, see the it's game. One concept. It's very simple. This yeah. is like. You go where you want. You explore yourself in puzzles. I'm like, yeah. so long story short, I'm there for I don't know how long. Like, I missed the pickup time. The pickup oh place. shit! Yeah, I hear, <laughs> I hear it's like the the last speaker. Well, Tim Bledsoe, yeah. please report. Like, my dad <laughs> like called security because he didn't know where the hell I was. Yeah, no shit. I like I lost all track. You're like fucking Jeffrey Dahmer's got this guy. Yeah, so my dad was pissed, but. Um, like, I had to get this game after that. Like, we didn't have a TV at the time. Um, my dad was, like, religious and didn't thought TV was evil. I did this month-long campaign. Like, I did, I, um, I mowed lawns. He basically took the antenna off, off a of TV. We got a little TV and I got an antenna. So he, did you buy the TV or did he? I bought the Nintendo Entertainment System. He bought <gasps> the TV and a VCR, which was expensive back then. Why did he buy a VCR? He, I don't know. He wanted to watch movies. Porn. Gotcha. Probably. Um, but anyway, took the antenna off so we couldn't watch broadcast TV. I didn't give a shit. I wanted to play NES. So NES yeah. was my first system. That was my first true gaming experience. Although I played like you know, like you said, Pac-Man. Yeah. So right, back well, that, to you. That hits uh, my second question for you. What was your first console? Wait. Um, no, no, no. All oh, it's all about me. No, I answer too. Um, my very first uh, video game experience actually would probably be the SNES. Ish. Okay. Well, what's the game or? Um, Super Mario World. Yep. So like the original. Um, Good game. Like the one I got sitting right there. Yep. Um, That's but a great game actually. I don't really remember. I just remember like having Mario like ding ding and then get on the Yoshi and then I'd fuck up and then I'd lose the Yoshi and then I'd die. Um, but the very first like actual sit down experience I had that I remember actually like sitting there and playing is uh, the N sixty four, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Um, I can't remember if it was like Christmas. I think it was Christmas. My family would always get together at my grandma's house, and my cousin, um, my older cousin, would always bring his video game console. It was like a thing. Every time we got our family together, so he the, would bring a console. So what, like, what was the first time? What did you bring then? Uh, the first time I can remember is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And uh, he had just gotten it, and he was a kid. So he was still young link and he had found um the fishing area but he was just fucking around the fishing area and i happened he happened to go out like because his mom called him out for something so the very first time i ever got my hand on the controller um and i actually got to go fishing for a while and i had to sit there and figure out what the fuck the buttons meant and what it did um but i found this lure um, and I ended up catching the 20 pound, the, the unweighable fish nice. with this lure and set his game, you know, it was a, it was the record fish. It was the biggest fish you could catch on Ocarina of Time. And I ended up catching it in this like 10 to 15 minute span that he had. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck did you do? And I was like, 
I don't fucking know. I walked around and got a bush and then total, got a fucking lure. So Luby luck. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And uh, so after that, I remember seeing that and I was like, Mom, I need to get this. I need to get this console. And then so Christmas Day, I ended up getting that console Sweet. with uh, The Legend of Zelda, uh, Ocarina of Time, and uh, Star Fox 64. Sweet. So, That's a pretty good place uh, to jump in. Yeah, those are the two of them. I remember uh, on my math quizzes after that, they were like, Three plus three equals, I was like, 64, that's the only fucking letters I know on the right. <laughs> like, everything was 64. Everything was 64, so. You're like, I'm sorry, babe, I know you went to 69, we're going to do 64. We're going to do 64. It's like 69. We're a little with, bit with off. One less I'm, hand. I'm licking the pillow, I don't know Maybe what's going on one less on hand, like, five less. Exactly, so. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that was my very first console and uh, first game experience, and, uh... Alright, that was long. Like that was supposed well, to be like well, a fuck. like a yeah, but you went super long. So did you, bitch? Well, I mean, but speed around next. We'll go faster. Okay. Um. Well, fuck. I had all these wrote out like in my head at work, and then I never wrote them down because I figured you were gonna read. Um. Oh shit. My next question was gonna be, what was your very first uh, video game console? Okay. So, um, so favorite video game console? Super Nintendo. I'm kind of sad that you missed that one. It was a really good console. So that's the original. No, no super. Second, okay, second. so the second one. So that's a, a lot of really good games, and so why? Uh, a lot of really good games, and it, the sound was really good. Okay. For the time, um, the graphics are kind of timeless. Like you've played a lot of the classics. Yeah, I played all the classics. Like nowadays. some don't hold up as well. Like, um, for example, um, the racing one. Um, drawing a blank. F zero. No, no. F1? No. The classic The racing, racing one. Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. It looks like shit. Gotcha. Yeah, it's shit. I've but played a lot of like, a lot like, of... I'm not playing this. Fucking go back to Double Dash. I'm like, alright, let's go back to Double Dash. The, uh... The, the Zelda game on Nintendo is still one of my favorites. And that's why I love The Link Between Worlds so much. You're talking about Zelda... The Legend of Zelda, the original? No. About? The no. Super Nintendo one. The oh, one. so, uh, Link to the Past. Yes. That's so one of my favorites. And yep. I'm, I'm kind of sad that you didn't play that. I've still never played it. Uh, Link Between Worlds. Wait. Okay. Is a really it's like pretty much a sequel a Link to Link Between Worlds. That's a 3DS game. Yeah, that's true. And I really like that because it reminded me of my nostalgia for that. Yeah. Um, but there's lots of other games like Star Fox. Like you I need said. to finish it. I'm like literally right before the final boss. I'm um, like Super oh. Mario World is excellent. There was a lot of um, actually pretty good JRPGs like yeah. East and um, Final Fantasy. And um, so I'm really sad that some of those didn't Earthbound. come over to this console that I have, which is the SNES Classic, because it's got like it's got all Nintendo titles. I'm like, oh, fuck. okay, I have to do a really quick aside. One of my favorite gaming memories, besides the first one, yeah, is ActRaiser. What's that? So I had to get my um, wisdom teeth pulled. Okay. So part of the deal with my mom was like, I'll you can rent a game, and because this is back when Blockbuster rented games. Yeah. I'm like, cool. So, I... It wasn't... It wasn't Vicodin. It was some other painkiller. Oxy? No, this is before Oxy. Codin. It might have been Codeine. Okay. Anyway, I'm hopped up on... I'm probably off full of car yeah. after the surgery. And I'm hopped up... I think it was Codeine. But whatever drug it was, like, gave me this... Like tight focus, yeah. Like razor. That's the reason why tight. I do drugs. I'm mean, just kidding. I don't do. I don't. I've do never drugs. had a game experience like before so or intense. since. And like this game was kind of cool. Like Act Razor is, it's got its flaws, 
but it's also really cool. Like you do the side scrolling like action part, and you you gain like items, and then you do like a world building part, kind of like Populous, if you know what that is. Or no. Sims. Okay. Or yeah, like yeah. Um, uh, Sim City. Sim City. Yeah. yeah you're okay. building like yeah, yeah. You're, you're God building, and you're yeah, you're literally. And then it's just like two parts. You go back and forth between. And it was like, I don't know, 8 to 10 hours maybe? Okay. Maybe 12? I don't know. I played through that freaking game non-stop, like laser-focused, and it was like one of the best gaming experiences I've ever had. Wow, holy shit. So for that, like that's, that and the Zelda game cements that as my favorite console. Okay. Uh, my favorite console would have to be the GameCube. Really? Yeah. Not the N64. No. I would have got that wrong. Yeah, you would have got that wrong. Why? Um, because... When, I mean, I like the GameCube. Yeah, I like the GameCube, too. Um, the thing is, with the GameCube, the N64 was, like, my favorite... Like, well, it was kind my of your, your introduction. Yeah, it was my introduction. It was my favorite nostalgia. I guess that's fair, because NES is not my favorite, too, and I had a lot of good memories with it. So it was, like, my favorite... The N64 is, like, my favorite nostalgia console, but the GameCube had all of my favorite games remastered on them. Mm. So you could get the Master Quest, the Legend of Zelda Master Quest... Which had Majora's Mask, or Majora's Mask had uh, the Ocarina of Time, Ocarina of Time Master Quest, and it had the demo of Wind Waker, and you could buy Wind Waker, and you had Mario Kart Double Dash. Mm. So those were like all of my favorite games, and this was at the point where Nintendo was like still third-party companies were like putting all their hit releases on it, but Did like you? starting to pull away. Yeah. Did you ever play X Men on it? No. Oh, that's good. One of my favorite games is on uh, GameCube, and it's on nothing else that I'm aware of. Eternal Darkness. I think I've played that. I think my cousin has that. It's the only game I've ever played three times through. So another Nintendo 64 game that i got to say that I had a shitload of fun with um, that is not on any other console is Duke Nukem, the original. Hmm. And That's not on PC. Not that I know of. I thought Duke Nukem started on PC. Maybe? You should look into that. Okay. Um, or at least the one that we played. I can't remember if it was just called Duke Nukem or if it was Duke Nukem something else. Um, but my grandfather was dying at the time and from cancer. And my mom was a severe diabetic, so we lived at my grandpa's house. So then in case she went into a diabetic coma, my step-grandmother and my grandfather were there to take care of me while she went to the hospital. And he ended up getting cancer and got severely ill. So we ended up living at his house for a while. When he got cancer and got really bad, my cousin, which is my older cousin who introduced me to video games, ended up moving in. And we have family in North Dakota, and they ended up flying in from North Dakota to live with there. Also, he had... He actually, the house is right down the fucking street from where we are right now. A huge complex. It had a, a three-bedroom, two-bedroom three-bedroom, two-bathroom house a huge RV pad that's like, well, I've been there recently since he passed away because I know the guy who owns it now, um, that's like probably the size of my house and then had a horse barn. And on top of that horse barn was a business center who ran his company out of. It was a sheetrocking company. He had the business officer. And there was like three or four of us grandkids that all lived there for like a two-month period on his last days. And we all lived in his business office. Hmm. And they went out and bought us a brand new TV. Nice. And my cousin brought his console. And we all brought around 64 games. And Duke Nukem was the two-player co-op game. Because it was me and my cousin mainly. The other two kids had to go to school 
For some reason, me and my cousin got out of school during like the last month of his life. I didn't know there was a co-op version for Dukuku. So you could play the whole entire fucking campaign two-player. And we beat that son of a bitch at least four times. Mm. And it was fucking awesome. And I remember going to the strip club levels. I was like, I'm just going to hang here for a little bit. <laughs> I was like six years old. All about those pixelated like, boobies. Pixelated boobies. And there's one section where you can go into a private booth oh and turn God. the TV on. There's a naked lady. Or not turn the TV on. You can move the curtain and there's a naked lady dancing. Yeah, and I sit there and watch that naked lady dancing for hours. And my cousin's like, I'm killing fucking pigs, you son of a bitch. Come out and know me. I'm like, no. There's boobies. I'm going to sit here for a bit. There's boobies. I gotta watch it. <laughs> Graphics must have been pretty bad. It's, but not in my imagination. The nipple is one, literally one pink pixel. Yeah. So. Alright, that's pretty hot. Yep. Yeah, so. And then, uh, 1080 snowboarding. So. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Do you remember any of the other questions or are we moving on? No, no, no. Um, we... Fuck. I just had another one too. Some bitch. I thought of what we were talking last time. Okay, hold on. Give me two seconds. Say anything, Zach. I'm going to drink my beer while you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're moving on. All right. Uh, I guess I'll have to plan this out a little bit better next time I actually write it down. We'll write it down somewhere secret or something. Yeah, no shit. All okay. right. So we talked a lot about games we played way back in the day. Let's talk about what we played this week. Mm, okay. I mean, it won't take very long for you, apparently. Nope. So I finished up my staycation. Um, I didn't get to Your play... Your PlayStation staycation. There was a lot on PlayStation, actually. Um, actually, the ones I spent the most time with were on PlayStation. Yeah. So I played a little bit more of Mario Odyssey, uh, Night in the Woods, and SteamWorld Dig 2. I'm just going to mention those really quickly because I played them brief, all briefly. Okay. But what I spent the most time with was um, Uncharted Lost Legacy. And Did I, you beat it? That's the thing I'm pissed about. No, I, I feel like I'm like right at the last big scene because it's okay. definitely coming to a head. Yeah. Um, so I'm right there. I'm also right there with Life is Strange episode. or I, I finished episode two, and I'm at least halfway through episode three. Okay. Probably more than that. Is it good still? It's getting better. Like it. It's getting better. I, I agree up. with. I think it was Abby on Giant Bomb who said that the first episode is the weakest one. Yeah, she said. It that. gets way more. Like you get. It's kind of like a soap opera in a way. Oh, like, I forgot to say that. I listened to all. I listened to a shitload of podcasts this week. You always do that. Yeah. Well, I stayed at work till one o'clock in the morning last Friday, so I listened to a lot on Friday, eight a.m. to one a.m. So. Um. So yes, yeah. I, I am. Invested emotionally or whatever. Yeah, she said say. like the first like episode and a half were Just pretty the, slow. The main character comes across as really annoying and super teen angsty, yeah, and, like. But you kind of need that as a backstory for what happens later. But you get to like her more in the second yeah. and third episode. Like she comes off like super abrasive. Like you feel sympathetic for her mom. Like she treats her mom like shit, kind of in the first one. Do you start to get like where she starts to turn really dark? Because like in Life is Strange one, she's oh, there's some... pretty fucking dark. Like she's like. Like abused almost. Yeah, there's there's a reason for that. I'll, I'll tell you later. Cause I don't okay. Give away story spoilers. Right. Um, no, it's it's getting it's pretty the, dark. Not yet, but I know why it will be. Okay. Because I played the first fucking game. stepdad. This is a this is a prequel. So you know the character yeah. from the original game, and you know some of the things that have gone on. Yeah. So there's a certain sense of inevitability that's kind of clouding. Like the high moments in this game, but it's good. 
So I'm enjoying that. Um, Lost Legacy is, is good. I, it's it's like Uncharted distilled. Okay. Like Uncharted gets a little unbearable with like the large like climb climb jump jump shoot at like a hundred enemies. This makes everything shorter, more compact, more condensed. It's a tighter experience. Is it a lot of quick scenes? It just gets through everything faster. Okay. Like you don't like die in the same scene because there's a million guys with mortars and rocket launchers and grenades. Okay. Like there was parts of Uncharted Four which is like like it they just spam these really difficult enemies on you. Like yeah, yeah. these shotgun guys with wearing a ton of armor. And it's like Okay, dying seven times, not really fun. Like, yeah. eventually you figure out what you need to do, but you have to die, like, literally seven times to figure out what it is. It cuts through all that BS, so you get to see the game, you get to see different parts of the game faster, and it's pretty, it's in India, um, it's cool, the puzzles are cool, it doesn't have too is many... Is it India? It has just the right amount of puzzles, and there's one with shadows that's really cool. Um, yeah, I just really liked it. it was okay, a good... we're going Microsoft to some money. Alright, it's it's nope. about time for our break, I can tell. We got big buttons. That's like two episodes ago, bud. That's one. Um, so that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? I played the SNES Classic. Okay, what do you um, play? We played a lot of Mario. Um, and... So, did that game ever... The SNES never had a save feature, did it? Yeah. It, it saved um, on the cartridge. So every... This is the weird part. Every cartridge would have a battery, like a so like the a, like N64, a wa- yeah. So the N64 had a big old battery in it. No, the cartridges. Yeah, yeah. Not the system. No, no, I know the cartridges. I have a save. I have um, Chrono Trigger on SNES with a save file at the final boss, and any day now that that little watch battery is going to die. Yeah. And I won't be able to play that. Any or N64 has the same thing. Okay. So, yes, they had save files. Okay. Because I reached a safe spot in the SNES Classic on Mario, and I was like, I don't fucking remember this from when I was a kid. But it was like, do you want to save? And I, I literally had to go through a level, and then it was like, do you want to save? And I was like, I guess, sure. I don't remember that specifically, but yes, they did have safe files. Okay. Um, so we played that a little bit in Donkey Kong Country, and I had that for the Game Boy, or Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. and I guess it was definitely a Game Boy Color game. Like, the SNES game, I'm like, this is fucking stupid playing two-player. Like, not only, like, does it show both Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, my wife's like, oh, why should we play Diddy Kong while you're playing Donkey Kong? No. No. And so... I think the Super Nintendo one came out first. It did. So the Game Boy Color probably, like, improved on it a little bit. Yeah, so... The- they do that a lot. They, they still do that. So be multiple versions of the same game. Yeah, I don't know. The Game Boy Color version was better, I think. Um, we played some Super Street Fighter. Nice. Um, Turbo. Okay. And we played... Fuck, there was another game in there, too. I don't remember. Another oh, game Mario Kart? There. Yeah, we played Mario Kart. My wife's like, I'm not fucking playing this. Let's go by the Double, Double Dash. Dash. And I'm like, all right, fucking whatever. It's hard to argue with that. So, Double yeah. Dash is great. Double Dash is great. She's like, she likes the split screen. Um, which the other one does have split screen, but it's like, literally you tap the button and your car like turns like 180, and it's like you're off the fucking course. It was the very first one. There was yeah. Like, there was I mean, I understand why it's it's not polished, but yeah, playing two player, it's... It's hard to go from double dash back to yeah, that. It is. So, um, 
I don't regret it because my son and I will have a lot of fun with it. I don't think my wife and I are going to play it anymore. But I'll also continue to play it, so it's fun for me. Cool. So. And you still have the GameCube stuff? So yeah, cool. I still have the GameCube and uh, N64, so yeah. Well, it's time for some tech talk. Alright, what are we talking, Tim? So, I'm going to pass something on to you. Alright. It no longer serves me. So, with all of these different consoles you've got, I noticed you have, like, not enough HDMI inputs. Got that right. So, that's not why I bought this. I bought this for my PlayStation VR because of the asinine design choices that they made. Yeah, you got some pretty sweet design uh, over so, there on your PlayStation. So, they launched the PlayStation 4 Pro at roughly the same time as they launched the PlayStation VR. And the PlayStation Pro... It was almost identical, because you got both of them at the same time. It was about a month or two months, literally, apart. Yeah. So, PlayStation um, 4 Pro, of course, all about the HDR. Yeah. It's about the, the 4K. And that runs on HDMI, I believe, 1.2. might be 1.3. Something like that. Something like that. PSVR only outputs 1.1 on HDMI. So, that's not compatible. So, you have... I've shown the wiring diagrams before. It's a <laughs> nightmare. So what I had was I mean, a solution. It's pretty, pretty common. The solution I had for a while was this splitter right now, which was my tech talk. It's called the Seawell uh, Ibis. It's HDMI bi-directional switch. And what that means is it has two inputs and one output. So your one output goes to your TV. Okay. Your two inputs, one's for the PSVR, one's for the PlayStation. Whatever. So, so one for the Switch, one for the SNES. No, no. Well, I mean for you. Yeah, for me. So I push this button. I'm going to put yeah, it yeah. close to the mic so you can hear it. It's a physical switch. It switches the HDMI source. So if I want to play PlayStation VR, I push it and switch it over. It worked just fine. I don't know what happened. It quit working. So the thing about HDMI is they're always updating the yeah, yeah, yeah. protocols, the HDCP, the copy protection. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something happened, I don't know if it was in the PlayStation, I don't know if it was in the TV, quit working. Just literally quit working. This is a physical device, it's not upgradable. It's like, it's got a circuitry in it. Yeah, it it's, it's set. At the time of production, it worked. But somebody somewhere changed something in the HDMI protocols and now it does not work. It should work just fine for your Super yeah, Nintendo yeah. and your... Switch. Switch, your GameCube. So I'm passing it on to you. GameCube is not HDMI. Which it was. Yeah, you could probably get a second. I already party. have another uh, RGB switch down there for all my. Uh, so anyway, this Ibis HDMI bidirectional switch is now yours. Sweet, thank you. Yep, that's my tech talk. Awesome, sounds good, guys. Well, we'll be right back after this commercial break, which isn't really a commercial; it's more of a music break. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Of, uh, American Russians. 
But we did check out your I son's got bed. an idea. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know if I like no, this. No, Tetra, shut up. What's your That's idea? not the idea. Even Tetra's like this idea. What's your idea? My neighbors next door have a really good winery. No, this is a bad idea. I don't know where it's going, I already know it's a bad idea. <laughs> what? Hey. See ghosts? I see dead people. Your dog doesn't usually bark, so it's kind of weird. I know, I know. She fucking woke me up at 2 o'clock this morning. Okay, barking. let's move on. Let's, let's, All right. let's kick it. So, uh, wait, wait, Tasty Treats. Oh, yeah, what is our Tasty Treat? We got Haze from Ghost Runners Brewery. It's an Imperial IPA. It's an Imperial IPA from uh, Vancouver, Washington, guys. It's pretty good. Um, and it is their brand new one, and it actually is our free growler feel from uh, Tim's Christmas present to me. So. Yeah, so you yeah. want to talk about your growler at all? So, well, I didn't bring it up. That's fine. It's super epic uh, custom clay growler. It's made by a local artist here in Vancouver. It's definitely a handmade growler, though, because we had some issues. Definitely with it. handmade. Like, it sweats? It's It sweats. The clay sweats, and it uh, the seal doesn't seal 100%. <laughs> so, like, little bubbles of beer Little bit of bubbles of beer pop out. Um but other than that, it looks kind of like a Borderlands-esque sort of growler, if you could think of that. Yeah, if like Borderlands had potions, like yeah, what it would come in. Exactly. So it's epic looking, um, but it definitely isn't without its like handmade human faults. Absolutely. So, But I think I know how to fix it, so we're going to fix it. Sweet. So. Anyways, um, you ready to kick it? Let's kick it. All right. Kick us off, Tim. Alright, so I'm actually going, instead of Kickstarter, to Fig. Um, ah, uh, Fig me. I've heard a lot of uh, buzz about this game. Fig me, Fig me. So Fig, of course, is like the crowdfunding platform where you can either just back a game or... Or you, you can, can actually become an investor. Investor and get, like, potentially profits, maybe. If, if there Millions are, and millions of bitcoins. So this game is from Wormbite, and um, the game from is... Who? Wormbite. Who the fuck's Wormbite? Don't know. Um, and it's spelled Y, or it's spelled with a Y, so an O for worm. Um, so the game is called, um, hold on, Night Marchers. And it's set in Hawaii with a Hawaiian mythology background. And it's sort of an open world game, like, um, it reminds me most of Far Cry. Um, there's lots of different um, enemy factions. So I'm going to read their introduction. Um, cataclysmic it's event. Night Marchers? Night, Yes. A cataclysmic event known as the Great Thunder has destroyed most of Oahu. From this event, the old god Kampahu has returned and formed his raider army and taken control of what remains. Splintered factions struggle for survival. Spirits openly wander the land. It, fail, it falls on you to restore order from the anarchy that exists today. Leave the survivors to retake the island from the pig god. The choices you make will forever change the world in Night Marchers. Um, reading some of the features, um, you play as... Kai, the unassuming father of Hanu, lives in a peaceful life, his son, and skipping ahead. Um, features, quick summary. It's an open-world Hawaiian shooter. You learn fantastic abilities from the gods of Hawaii. There's deep-branching narrative based on player choice and consequence. Over 50 skills, um, so there's actually upgradable trees. Possible, fully customizable weapon system. Authentic Hawaiian locations and story. Dynamic gameplay that adjusts to your level of game decision. And over 50 outposts to conquer. So, it, like, it really does remind me of Far Cry, but it's set in Hawaii with the Hawaiian mythology. So, it's kind of cool. I'm going to play um, about 50 seconds of their, um, their trailer right okay, here. Okay, sweet. Lost. 
So much of Hawaii is now gone. So much death, so many souls adrift. The factions each rebuilt in their own way. Kamakua'a has returned and taken a human form. His army of fanatic raiders have overrun the island. Kamakua'a has even corrupted night marchers. The gods have other plans for Kai, a descendant of a great kahuna. Only he can gain the power to free Oahu from Kamakua'a. So, like, hopefully gives you a taste of what the game is like. Um, going to the backing levels, well, it's, it's, it's complicated. So if you just want the game, um, you can get uh, $27, get you the digital copy of Nightmare, Night Marchers for Windows, and you get your name in the credits. $45 gets you the deluxe edition, $65 gets you the fully loaded, $75 gets you the fully loaded early access, and... And for 300 you can get in the game with your NPC custom built added to the game world. Moving up to the top level, $500, create your own side quest, which isn't too bad for 500 bucks. No. Uh, I'm not going to get into the investment part. You can look at that if you want. Those are just the backing levels. Um, get I, I might be hesitant to do it. They have uh, three other games they've made so far called uh, Dragons and Titans. Mm -hmm. Dragon Wing VR. Okay, never heard of it. And Epic Dragon Clicker, which is literally an Android and iOS clicker game. Lots of dragons. Lots of dragons. I don't think there's any dragons in this game. So this is a whole new avenue for them. They're in the worms now. Well, worms are technically kind of like dragons. I mean, if you cut a worm in half, they both live. No, like dragons are referred to as worms because they're long and like the think like the Chinese dragon. Those are kind oh, of worms. Oh, yeah, okay. Um... So yeah, there's a soundtrack, there's postcards, there's all sorts of extra bonus stuff you can get. You can look at it. Um, it, it looks cool. Like, the Hawaiian mythology hasn't been used a lot in games yet. So there's that. There's definitely a ton of weapons and combat. Take a look at the video if you want. Or, um, yeah, just check out Night Marchers by Wormbite. Okay. That's my kick it. That's sweet. Sweet. Sounds good, guys. Um, this week I have NES Makers. We're talking about the SNES. Um, and this is from a group of guys called, shit, I saw the name, um, by a guy named Joe. What is going on with you, girl? Can you let her out? Yeah. Don't spill your beer. You might not leave it there. We're going to let the dog out, guys. Hold on one second. Who let the dog out? Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who let the dogs out? Joe... Joe let the dogs out. Joe let the dogs out. Joe Granato let the dogs out, which is the creator of S or NES Maker. Um, they have they are looking for thirty two thousand dollars. They have sixty seven thousand dollars. Sixty seven thousand and one dollars. I feel like you have to back up and explain what this is. Fine, whatever. Um, so NES Maker is a software tool for creating brand new hardware playable. Um, on NES's cartridge-based NES game. games, exactly. Sweet. So they were developing a NES game engine in Archenic six five zero two, 
um, assembly language, and the team made up of mostly non-programmers realized that they needed a much more efficient method of rapid prototyping. Well, because of the chase for you here, because you're taking a long, long time to get here. Basically, you can make NES games without knowing how to code. Exactly. So that's what's so you cool. You have like a guy like jacking off and stuff in the corner, and how like text bubble going. Uh, 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 uh. That's your game, really? Yeah, it's Jack Off Jack Off in the Corner, 2017 or 2018. 18. 18, 18. <laughs> yeah. 17 is a DLC if you want it. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. um, line up to buy that game. For yeah, exactly. Um, so you guys can make that. They actually are offering, oh, fuck. They're offering, actually offering backing levels where you get a blank NES cartridge. That's kind of cool. And, you can flash uh, it with your game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um,. So they're looking for thirty-two thousand. They got sixty-seven. Do you want to reveal 000. the title of the game that you were thinking of developing for this? Plug and play. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make a game about creating the epicest podcast ever. Do we get better sound equipment? Yeah, you buy better sound equipment. That's how you I get like this game already. Yeah, exactly. So you buy better sound equipment as you go up, and then there's an aqua dildo. Someone dropping like little hints of like random ass podcasts I've been on. Mm-hmm. So. On the Button Smashers, like, a long time ago, they did this, like, episode where they, like, went down and talked about all different, like, anime podcasts. And I don't know why the fuck I ever was asked to be on this podcast, but I was asked to be on this podcast. And there was one called, like, Aqua something, and I called it the Aqua fucking Dildo. So there's gonna be, like, different, like, items you can buy. Like, the Aqua Dildo that will, like, help your anus project, like, raise the podcast level... By 100% per level. So, like, if you really want to raise your level, you have to... You have to buy a dildo and stick up your ass, yeah. Mm-hmm. An aqua dildo. I'm not sure if I'm ready to make that sacrifice. Well, that's up to you, Tim. You gotta make that choice, man. But I really want to level gonna, up to 17. Yeah, see? You need the aqua dildo. See? They have 654 backers. Um, for $5, you get uh, just showing support. Uh, $36 actually gets you the NES Maker software. Um, for $88, though, you get the NES Toolkit, um, which is the NES Maker software, a kazoo USB cartridge cart flasher, and a blank reflashable cartridge. Cool. Um, What's the, the highest level? $10,000. Your crap. game created. Your project will go in queue to be created by the Alpha Team so, in the new So not only do they have the tool set, they just make your game for you? Exactly. Like, I want a game about dildos and, and podcasts. <laughs> like, okay, well, you did give us $10,000, so I <laughs> guess... Yes, we'll make it. Wow. Okay. So, uh, I $10, all the art, the music, the narrative, the mechanics, everything you've dreamed of creating without lifting a finger. Alright. So, that's what I got this week, guys. Okay, cool. Don't forget to shove that aqua dildo up your ass or your vagina if you're a female. This is why I iTunes dumped us, you realize. We're like explicit plus. Yeah. That's that's why we're not on iTunes anymore. Yeah, we gotta figure that shit out. I still have like twelve emails in iTunes and are like, yes, we've escalated your issue to the top technical we support. To, we need to take it to Cupertino or whatever that town is where the headquarters is. Jesus. Alright, anyway, on to gaming news. Alright, so not to start with a downer, but we're gonna start with a downer. Um, a man fatally, fatally shot his mother over a broken gaming headset. Twenty-eight. What? 
28 year old. I mean, this sounds like me. Are you sure this wasn't me? Well, his name's Matthew Nicholson, so no. Okay. 28 year old Mac- Matthew Tim. Nicholson is currently is in custody Nicholson. after allegedly shooting and killing his mother Holy over shit. a broken gaming headset Holy following a heated. fucking shit. Following a heated argument, oh, listen to this part, that led to he himself breaking it. So he broke the headset himself because he got then mad. Then shot his mom. Blaming her for it. Oh my god. Yeah. According to police reports, both parents were blamed and threatened, resulting in Nicholson pointing the gun to his mother before his father could relinquish him with the weapon. He was playing a game in his bedroom. His mother, Lydia Nicholson, came in and an argument ensued. During the exchange, reports state that he broke his own headset and then blamed Lydia for the damage, which escalated in the fight, which led to an ultimately fatal level. So, yeah. That's tragic and stupid, and he's officially lost his gamer card, in my opinion. So, moving on from that, I'm going to move to a story from Science Daily, which says there's no evidence to support link between violent video games and behavior. Holy shit! <laughs> Wait, did they not get that last article? <laughs> so, this 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 uh, study came out January 16th, 2018. That was today? 16th? Yesterday. No, today's yes, yesterday. Researchers have found no evidence to support the theory that video game players... That video game Matthew play, has a reason for you guys to look at. The video games make players more violent. Researchers at the University of York have found no evidence to support the theory that video games make players more violent. Who the fuck is York? Uh, York, I believe, is England. In a series okay. of experiments, more than 3,000 participants, the team demonstrated that video game concepts do not prime players to behave in certain ways... And increasing the realism of violent video games does not necessarily increase aggression in game players. Um, so you can look up this study if you want. They did have 3,000 participants, so that's a fairly significant sample. Um, this is something that comes up every now and then in Congress and whatnot. Like, Grand Theft Auto is going to make my kid kill hookers or something. Um, I mean, okay, granted, I have killed a few hookers in my days, but that's not Grand Theft Auto. You don't play Grand Theft Auto. I do too. Oh, okay. You're not helping the study, Zach. Anyway, moving on, let's go to some happy place from this dark place. Let's go to Nintendo, which is always a Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you have news? Yep. The University of York is a collegiate plate glass research university located in the city of York, England. Established in 1963, the campus university has expanded to more than 30 departments and centers. Covering a wide range of subjects. Okay, so we learned about two colleges. They have a really fucking cool logo. Look at that fucking logo. That's That's fucking sweet. That's not a logo. That's a crest. No. That's a crest. No. That's a crest. You don't see that on a shield. Because they're too civilized. That's a crest. No. Crests go on shields and armor and shit. Crests can't go. That is a logo. That's not a logo. That's a crest. No. Because that doesn't go on a logo. No. Tim, no, no. Someone educate this man what a crest is. Let's go to Nintendo. Nintendo has announced what today. They're not from England. They're not. They're from Japan. They're from Japan. They revealed Labo, a do-it-yourself build-and-play experience for Switch. I think one of them was like, hey, I found my wife's libido. And they're like, Labo? I don't think that's how they named it. I think it's Lab, like, you know, like, Play Lab. So Uh, Nintendo unveiled what it calls a new interactive experience for Nintendo Switch today. That's unlike anything else on the console. I would say it's unlike anything else like, out there, really. Mm-hmm. Um, called Nintendo Labo, it's a new line of interactive build-and-play experiences that combine do-it-yourself creations with the magic Nintendo Switch. So, 
cutting out the PR BS, basically you build like cardboard objects. You put like Joy-Cons in it. Correct. You build cardboard objects, so, not Nintendo. So like the first thing they show is like a piano, and it's like a fully functional piano because you put the Joy-Cons in, and the Joy-Cons measure their vibration when you push the piano keys on this cardboard device, and then the sound comes out of the, the main part of the, the tablet of the Switch, which rests in the top, and you kind of need to see video to understand this, honestly. Yeah. Um, if you're watching this... You don't upload to two days. Shut up! If you're watching this on my computer... Okay. Um, so basically, you, you get like these sheets of cardboard which you make into objects, including like the piano, like I said. There's also a fishing reel. There's like a robot backpack, which is crazy. Um, like you put this thing on your back and it has all these wires and then you hold Joy-Cons and like in the game you're a robot. It's fucking weird as shit. Um, okay, so it's it's really hard to describe. My question is, when you buy these packs, do you get each individual item or do you have to buy, get one and you just create it in the different things as you need? It's one item. I mean, these are not, you're not going to be able to change. So like the backpack is the piano? No, the backpack is the backpack. Like you, you're, you're probably going to get multiple sheets of cardboard. Okay. Um, and each thing will come with its own software associated with it. So the product line starts at $70, which includes a variety kit, which has a house, RC cars, fishing rod, motorbike, and piano. The RC car is pretty cool. The robot kit costs $80, comes with a cool robot suit. Each kit comes with its own software. Um, each level um, kit also comes with fun stencils, stickers, and colored tape. So you like kind of be like make your your yeah. thing look like your own. Um, it's it's really hard to describe without visual. Like you need to see this. Like this this cardboard doing. It's like the shit that we used to do when we were kids. Where you would like pretend like to, you were a robot. Yeah. And you'd like like take old packing. Yeah, you take old packing cardboard and shit and cut it up and tape it together to make it look like you had like badass except like this uh, time, Optimus Prime gun. Except now it'll actually show up on a video screen. Yeah. So, it's a cool idea. I think this has... It's been, really cool for kids your children's a, age. I think this has a potential to really take off. It's, it's either, definitely it's, Nintendo hitting the nostalgia of I can't think of anyone... Well, not nostalgia. It's just a crazy idea that no one besides Nintendo... But that's what on. Nintendo had when I was... My nostalgia for Nintendo is, like, they were hitting fucking stupid shit that nobody ever would have done before. Yeah, no one... Like, you're not going to see this on Xbox. No. It's just not. You're never going to. And actually, I have some awesome, uh, awesome facts here for you. Oh god. Hey Tim, can you guess the uh, York motto? No. Just guess. Um. Think of something super smart that I wouldn't think of. It's like ten o'clock at night. I don't know. Yep, it is. Um, it's nine forty-nine at night. You're right. Good job. That's not what York cares about. I, I'm never going to guess it. On the threshold of wisdom. That's not... It's like saying they're not quite smart, but they're almost there. Yep. And they also uh, have an endowment of 7.7 .7 million. A uh, champ... Uh, the chancellor of the college, which... I don't know the fuck a chancellor is. I'm thinking it's like the dean. It's... Yeah. It's a fancy okay. dean. Sir Malcolm Grant... Wow, has an administration staff of 3,091 and 17,155 students and 13,090 graduates. Okay. That, 
doesn't just, really relate to video games, but yeah, alright. Just so you know. Okay. In case you want to go to York University. No, I really don't. I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get it. Fuck you, I might get in. No. I might get in. No. I might just put I'm my... I'm going to save you the trouble of the postage. I'm going to put my admission. fucking application in just because you said I'm not going to get in. Oh my god, I would, I would love that. Please do that. Okay. Okay. You heard on episode 174, Zach's going to apply for I'm admission. I'm so going to fucking apply university. for York. York. What did you get admitted? Are you going to go to freaking England? Take this podcast on the road. No, now you have to apply, You have to go through your admissions process. Okay, we will. Oh my god. All right, let's move on to uh, new game releases for this week. Why well, just close out of everything? So well, you're a dumbass. Well, I'm going to York University, so yeah, this is not going to happen. You don't fucking know this. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Although I kind of want you to be admitted. So oh my like, god, if so I get admitted, what the fuck happens? I don't know. Okay. We'll figure it out in episode 175. I think it'll be Sea Dog, Steam, PC, Shotgun Legend. What the I want to check that out. PC. Cool gun thing. House, Nintendo Switch. What the fuck's Gun House? It's a house full of guns, dumbass. Okay. Don't call me dumbass. I'm a York University resident. Not yet. Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, PS4. Rocket League Collector's Edition, Nintendo Switch, Inner Space, Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Nightmare Boy, Nintendo Switch, Energy Balance, Nintendo Switch, Albert and Auto, PS4, Beholder Complete Edition, PS4, Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition, PS4, Portal of Evil, if that said Portal of Saints, that'd be kind of weird, Stolen Runes, PS4, Tales of Tiny Planet, is that Pluto? I don't know. Okay. That's a planetoid. Okay, gotcha. It's unofficially it, planetoid. That's uh, that's official on the Nintendo Switch, though. Mm-hmm. World to the West, which is kind of like the World of Warcraft knockoff, but that's for the Nintendo Switch. Um, Gintama Rumble, PS4. Nantucket, PC. Oh, sir, the Insult Insimilator, uh, Nintendo Switch. Oh, sir, the Hollywood Roast, Nintendo Switch. Oh, sir, fuck you, plug and play podcast, the Nintendo Switch. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, that's a game I'm actually making. Um, Darkest Dungeon, Nintendo Switch. Link, a Pix Color 3DS. Haven't seen a uh, 3DS game in quite some time. Night in, Night in the Woods, uh, Nintendo 3DS. Kirby Battle Royale 3DS, Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory, PS4, Vesta, which sounds like Vita, uh, Nintendo Switch, PS4, Nooselian, Nintendo Switch, and Baseball Riot, Nintendo Switch. Alright, is that it? I mean, uh, we're going to York University, man. Well, that doesn't include all the NES releases you're going to make, like that's, the Aqua Delta 2018. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Suck My Snake Bite 2018. Those are going to be bestsellers, I can tell yeah, already. Exactly. So, Titty, uh, Titty, Titty, Bing Bang. Titty, Titty, Bing Bang is <sighs> I feel it, like you need, a mar- you need a marketing genius. Yeah, exactly. Because that title is like, not going to sell. Titty Titty Bang will sell. Q will buy it. Okay, that's cool. like, Titty Titty. I'm like, there's double titties. I'm going to buy it. All right. So where can they find 
more of our quality programming on the way. Uh, well, actually, now that you mention that, we're at acast.com. What? acast.com forward slash plug and play podcast. Okay. Really uh, actually, s- slash forward plug and play. Sorry. Okay. So we're on uh, Podbean. Cool. We're also on Stitcher. Okay. We're also over at thebunsmashers.com. We're, uh, we're getting snake bites. And, uh... We're gonna have snake bites. Yeah, we're true. not on iTunes, apparently. We're not on iTunes, currently. We got kicked off of iTunes, and nobody fucking knows why, apparently. I'm pretty sure it's your including fault. Including iTunes. Um, and we're over at, uh, the Plug and Play Gamer. Oh, com. I, iTunes knows. They're just not telling uh, us. Yeah, they're but, fucking assholes. Yeah, you guys are... Fucking dickbags at iTunes are like, This is not helping us. Sucking a dick! is not helping us right now. Probably not. They're like, hey, so if we can just like uh, search their podcast and see if they say sucking a dick and iTunes all in one sentence, don't allow this on iTunes. You're really not helping our case for future iTunes. Sorry. I forgot that. This has been another 20 episodes till we get back on iTunes. 200. 200. Alright, well don't forget to follow us at uh, facebook.com forward slash plug and play show. Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast. Suck my dick iTunes, and don't forget to prime and shine. Fuck Nazis. You better get it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>